Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour. I'm your. I was about to say I'm your guest. <laughs> no guest today, cause me and Liz. Like old I times. am your host, Miss Kev on stage, and I am only joined today by my husband and co-host, the Kev on stage. And we are at a break. We won't have any guests for the <laughs> remainder of the year. How do you feel about that? I'm happy about it. Tell me why. We have amazing no, guests. No, it's not about the guests. It's just the way they, the guests be sitting, my neck be hurting. Oh, to I look know, at me them. too. Someone was like, was you thinking, guys should gotta, reposition we it. We got to figure out a different way to shoot them. We, we should could do, do a something table. else. Because I'd be like, what? That's a great <laughs> thing you said. I'd be like, man. It's so it, true, it's though. It's painful. It is. Um, it's just the way we sit. I don't know what it is. It's not. It's, it's awkward. Not a way to sit yeah. because of the camera and you know yeah. seeing the person. Yeah. So that's the only reason I'm happy. Do you do you want to upgrade our cameras from iPhones? No. Oh, okay. Mm -mm. Yesterday I, we are upgrading our mic system though. Oh, okay. For all the other stuff, not this, but for our other videos, people are like, "Okay, guys, I really love the content, but I cannot hit very much well." Yeah. So, um, mixing board, Joshua. Four mics. Are you ordering it? All right. Because we have the Patreon now. Yeah. Well, and what's interesting. Patreon, we're like, hey, man, we're here to support. Upgrade your stuff. That's that's reasonable. Kevonstage.com if you want to support. Melissa's not big on Patreon. I used to not be as well. But I've decided I'm not going to rob people of the chance to be a blessing if they would like to. That's all, cause I don't. You know what I thought about, and I don't. I'm not gonna take up your whole. No, you hour. can't. This is a Q and A today. So okay. That's what all I was gonna say. Is I like, support this is a Q &A. creators' patrons that I like. Yeah, and I don't mind. I have like four patrons: Tony, Pat, um, Jenkins and Jones, uh, Flagrant Two. Mm. I got four of them that I support, and I don't mind at all because I like their content. I want them to have pretty much easy life. <laughs> so I don't want to rob my fans from be supporting me. We could buy a new mic system. And the new office. I just got a text from the realtor. What did he say? Let me read it to you. Y'all finna die when y'all see the new rent. <laughs> <laughs> I received a draft. Have to review and send our asset manager before sending over. But I have it. I'm going to send over the main deal terms later today. New office is going to be expensive. It is. So if y'all want to help, dip in on that. Dip in. And we'll help you get through your day at work or at home. We're working together, y'all. It's a symbiotic relationship. You feel me? <sighs> you feel better? No, well, I'm you, sick. You are sick. I don't be, and I'm the trash, the, the stereotypical man, crybaby, yeah, sick, tissue in the nose. My kids were looking at me with disgust yesterday. They're like, you all right, man? Melissa was watching TV. I was snoring. You know, and the one nostril, man. Yeah, that's the actually not being able to breathe in both your nostrils is quite literally the worst thing ever. You just don't appreciate it. Yeah. That's the definition of we're ungrateful for both nostrils. <laughs> because they used to be working. We don't even think. We just, that's so but true. But when you got one and the other one's always dry, Ugh. it's like, what's going on, man? And then you just be thinking about when you weren't sick. I was like, I just wasn't sick yesterday. You take that for granted for sure. And this is the thing that since we're talking, we're being honest with our people. <laughs> I can't call in to work because <laughs> if I was at a regular job, you better believe I wouldn't be doing nothing but watching Judge Judy. <laughs> I was in there, dear Kev, on stage. My head was pounding. I ate Burger King. I'm, I know I'm better than that. <laughs> I had a headache and I'm just getting started. Yeah. Your day is just getting started. Because the podcast, and I don't know if this is a question, because we didn't think about it when we started ads, we have no breaks built in this year. So the holidays... We just have to shoot. So when we about to go on vacation, we had to shoot like crazy. Especially mm -hmm. the longer we are gone, the more we have to shoot ahead. 
and we finna go to Japan next week, and it's just a lot of shooting. Very much a lot. Very much a lot, and I'm sick, but don't nobody care about that. Let's get to these questions. I'm gonna be funny, right, guys? Well, before you go there, a question that. Are you uh, one question that um, quite just, often comes up. My eye just starts bleeding. <laughs> Are you guys entertained? <laughs> yeah. One question that often comes up is about the podcast that so we probably can start there. I asked uh, on, our, on my social media for you guys to send us in questions about any and everything. And we received quite a few questions. We're not going to be able to get through all of 28. them. 28. Um, but oh, that's I just do what have, you selected. Yeah, that's just what I selected. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's quite a few more but one question that um comes up quite often is about the podcast and the ads so yes. we should probably just kind of start there so tell me um <clears throat> what equipment do we use that's probably the number one question what equipment do we Wait, use are we doing the podcast ads or equipment both equipment do we use and then the question about the ads okay this is just a podcast section just oh quickly. understood understood i thought you were asking questions okay the equipment this is we a use. question that we get Okay, so let me first say this, and I talk about this on the Masterclass, which is available right now at KevOnStage.com. You don't have to start with what we have because we did not have this when we first started. So um, don't use this as a reason not to start because a lot of times people say, what equipment do you use? Yeah. They see how much it is, and they're like, okay, I got to save up to get that before right. I can start. That is not true. So first things first. The first thing, our first equipment when we first started podcasting was our iPhone and not the most current one, just the phone that we had. We would, um, can you toss me that uh, tripod, Greg? <laughs> so we have basically, and this isn't even the normal one, but we have a, a monopod with three legs. This is the more heavy duty one. We have uh, lighter versions of this. And then we have uh, a Joby grip uh, tight cell phone mount. So uh, fits most iPhones or Androids if you choose to live that life. <laughs> um, it won't go as big as iPod, but the iPhone Max and like Samsung, whatever, it'll fit that. Okay, so when you don't have money for a mic, you just put your phone in there. This is this is preset for Melissa to go live. That's why it's um, what's that called? Up and down portrait. portrait. Okay, so that's how it works. Cause yeah, it's oh, so it's because you have that thing on the back. Yeah, it makes it difficult. Well, Don't take just, it off. I'm not. I'm just gonna show them. So this is this is what it will look like. But she has this big butterfly thing on the back. Can you can this is this in the frame? No. Okay. <clears throat> so this is what it would look like the other way around. So these grip type mounts are like 25 bucks. These tri monopods are like 50 bucks. Oh, here you go. Thank you, Greg. I'll put it can all in the description box. Oh, perfect. Okay, so. When we first started, we just did that. We had the camera turn around to us, and we recorded the audio that way. And then on iMovie, you would just export the audio to a video form. I mean, uh, export the video. audio to an audio file, MP3 or 4? MP3. MP3. And then you upload that. Also, <clears throat> when we stopped doing video, because we were finding that, um, you know, we just weren't always ready to shoot. Sometimes it'd be after work. We go to the voice memos part of our iPhone, and literally there's like, I don't know, 30 episodes of The Love Hour. It's just me talking and then going like that for Melissa to talk. So that was our beginning equipment. But what you want to know is what we have now. What we have now is uh, Sure SM7B uh, microphone. I think we got these from Best Buy. Guitar Center. Guitar Center. Uh, they're like 500. 
bucks. Um, we got these. Um, these are just. Um, <laughs> Josh, do you want to come sit over here? Yes, yes, I don't, he does. I, I don't need yes, no no. Jim Wright. Okay, so these are XLR cables. The Guitar Center guy. Let me just pause and tell you guys, I am the a salesman's best friend. Okay, you don't need these, but these are the gold mo. That's why I bought them. So at first, I was just getting the regular XLRs. And the guy was like, if you're podcasting, you want top quality, get the Mogami Golds. Uh, they're they're more expensive, but they do get rid of the hum. Um, <clears throat> technically, all you need is that. You plug this into a Zoom H6 handy recorder. You plug the... Luckily, like only one part fits. You can be dumb and still figure it out because mm -hmm. I never know. Mm -hmm. But only one side fits in there. The other side goes into the microphone. Then you turn this on. Super easy, actually, to use. Literally, you turn it on, press record, and it's working. Josh is a gizmo guy, so we have a cloud lifter, which does something. Let me let me try it before you tell him. It's a preamp, so what it does is it boosts the sound first when you get it to the mic before uh, going in here. Yeah, so it gives power to these microphones because these microphones need a lot. These are phantom mics, so they actually have no battery, no plug-in. Their power comes from this, which is just battery powered. So this bumps up the power here so that you can get a higher um, sound in the mic without going in and doing it in post. So you get more clear sound, especially for people like Melissa who have smaller, quieter speaking voices. Um, it can let her, it can boost her voice without peaking. So you get higher quality. These are mic stands. <laughs> and then we shoot on iPhones. We I think shoot on that. iPhones. Josh has a Sony A7S uh black magic nujitsu <laughs> but we found that um josh actually has a couple cameras and we have gopros and all that stuff but we found just for ease of transporting the footage you can literally airdrop the footage from the iphone to the mac book and then you edit and then when you're done you can literally shoot it back to the phone and that's why we don't use cameras because uh the quality has gotten so much better with iphone and um <clears throat> it's really ease and efficiency of uh, service and if you, Melissa just drops the footage on her desktop, she can then pull it off her phone. It's just that's why we use iPhones more than anything. It's just the whole cloud community makes things a lot easier. And yeah. I think that's that's probably it. You went real. We, we have lights too, but I mean, lights are just lights. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about ads? Yes. Second most asked question or yeah question is what i'll say so with ads we we have a podcast company um that we work with do we need to name them or no you can audio boom is the name of the company um it's another master class moment that i'm going to share for free uh to get ads on your podcast you need to generate somewhere between eight and ten thousand wait, wait wait i don't want you to go that deep because i don't want these questions to get like super I know, long just, okay. um, you just i just asked you and you said yes and then i did it and you said no wait 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 what did you ask me that I said yes to? Can I name the company? And then I just took the liberty to keep talking. Thank you. Okay, Be so clear. I just want, because they're going to Be clear. Yes. Let's, okay, let's rewind okay. it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eight to 10,000 um, listens an episode and you'll be, you know, eligible. Most podcast companies now, they don't want you because we get this all the time. Why y'all be saying the ads in the commercial? Because most podcast companies want the ad, I'm sorry, most um, companies that are 
requesting podcast ads want them to be in the uh, ad in the form of conversation of the podcast. They don't want you to say take a break and then insert a pre, you know, taped commercial because it. I don't know that take a break clicks people to to yeah. cut out. The way Melissa words the ads into the thing is why we do that. Um, so we can't uh, pre-record them now. Just for honesty and transparency, it'd be a lot easier if we could. I'd be. I'd love to say, let's take a break and pay some bills, mm-hmm. and then somebody else does the ad. That'd be great. Um, but we can't do that because that's not how the game works. So that's that. Great, thank you. I think that those were the probably the most asked questions that we get over the course of the podcast is about the podcast. You surprised, Joshua? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We get questions. People want to be podcasters. Yeah, people want to be podcasters. So we're asked <clears throat> about podcast equipment and the ads, like almost every day. Um, so now let's get into the questions about you and I. You ready? I'm ready. Question number one. Melissa, do you consider yourself a creative? My answer is still no. You are. I mean, it's just ridiculous at this point, Joshua. It's utterly ridiculous. No, no. Let me. Ooh, I hope you still have this in your phone because I'm sick of it. Personally, no, give her some of your, give her a piece of your mind. I just looked it up. A person who is creative typically in a professional context relating to or involving the imagination or original ideas, especially in the production of an artistic work. I don't think. How, how, how do you read that and not realize that's what you do every episode? Wait. You, you original idea. You come up with an original idea for the episode. What are you looking time. for? I'm looking for your drawing of the, the glue, the, um, uh, your drawing of the um your logo. I think I just threw it away. So Melissa just you see her new logo if you follow her, the MKOS with the butterfly. Okay. She drew her own set of logos with her mind. Okay. She said, with I want a logo. Mind. And her mind said, What about a butterfly incorporation? You know what? I know how I'm gonna find it too. Cause I'm sick of it. I'm totally done. No, I've had enough. And that's how I feel about it. Uh ooh. This ain't my phone. I feel like even though this is Instagram, I cannot find what I'm looking for. Where's that thing where you put on your Instagram store where you were showing people the logo? How do you, where's the highlights? It's not in my highlights. No. You're looking for archive. Forget it. The point is she has two or three pages of drawings of the butterfly. And then she sends that to a guy, uh, her designer, and he just takes her drawing and, and draws it. And like makes it uh, graphic, and and then it's done. How is that not creative that you can draw a logo? And then no, 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 Joshua. Let me let you know that that's not enough. Then he gets it. And she's like, you know what? It'd be cool if the butterfly flew in and flapped its wings, and when it lands on the M, yes, bring that, Greg. See, I don't knew Greg was on my side from the very How beginning. How did you do that, Greg? Because it's gone. Okay, so oh, that's in boom. my story and my highlight. This logo that she came up with, she drew that. And you see how it's going. You see the flap? You see the birdie flap? You see the butter flap? And then when it lands, the K turns pink. She said that. She told, hey, Ken, what do you think about this? If it did that. And then the guy does that. How does that not create? How is that not anything different than a person saying, I want to draw this merch design. Here's my idea. You make it. How is that not creative? Am I done being attacked? Melissa engineers (laughs) smallness too much and i'm sick of it she is a creative producer and then and then 
We develop in TV shows and stuff. She sits right in this office and has all these great ideas of overarching stories and characters and how to make sure. That's not we- true. She's just lying at this point. <laughs> That's not true. You don't sit in here with, with Miles in here and sit up here and have all these great ideas. Can I? What is can it about I being creative that, just that makes you fair? And you better say what I want you to say. I think that. A, no, before you speak. What? <laughs> what do you think is the difference between me and you? Do you think I'm creative? Yes, but I feel like okay. So are you gonna let me t- answer? Not, only if you say what I want you to say. That I think a creative person has like this that creative energy that sits in them that they have to get out like all the time. Okay. I don't think that I. I I'm think I have you. moments. No, no. because okay, guess I'm about who's, to ask another. No, question. you're not. Guess whose idea was to have a murder mystery date night. Is that not a creative idea? I ha- you know what? I want to have a live event that I want people to come to and have a creative day. And then here's my ideas for the decorations. Here's my idea for the entertainment. Here's my idea for this and that. I'm going to have a conference. You literally did all the creation of the conference from your mind. How is that not creative? How? What is the difference between me and you? Do I consider myself a creative? The, my answer is no. I think that I have moments of creativity that I can capitalize on, but I still don't consider myself like I feel Do you like. Need to paint the Sistine Chapel first. No, I feel like a cre- like true creatives. It's just like in them. I feel like it. Creativity is something that I am like honing as a skill. It's not something that I like embody and am. You don't have to be a creative to be creative. You're thinking of like Kanye. What? I'm a creative. I create music, fashion, paintings, this and that. I'm a creative overall. You don't have you could a, a chef can be creative. Okay. They know how to do stuff with different ingredients and stuff like that. Are they not creative? I'm sick of it, Josh. And people of the love hour. I'm moving on to the next question. Are you ready? Yes. Well, now that we're done talking about Melissa being a creative, (laughs) let's talk about creative gifts for the holidays. Um, If you, okay, so we actually received a a bouquet from um, Books, the company that we're about to talk about. And I literally was like, you get all like warm and fuzzy when you receive flowers. It's literally like literally the nicest thing to receive an unexpected uh, bouquet of flowers or plants or reef or whatever in the mail. Anytime you receive something unexpected, you're just like, oh, somebody thought enough of me to like mm-hmm. put in their credit card information and remember my address to send me something via the USPS. Like, I just think that's the <laughs> sweetest thing. And so uh, Books offers that. Books is short for bouquets and they their flowers are beautiful all year round. But during the holidays, they are on a whole different level. If you need finding the right flowers, Books has you covered. They have everything from holiday wreaths to fresh flowers to paints and gifts starting as low as $39. Books has flower subscriptions nationwide and same next day and same day delivery. Books are sustainably grown and cut fresh from the world's finest eco-friendly farms. Because our flowers are sourced directly, they stay fresher longer. For 25% off your order from the Books company, go to books.com slash love with love. code love. Go to books.com slash love, love with code love. love. That's Books B-O-U-Q-S, books as in being short for bouquets. You guys know the holiday season is coming up and you ain't get your mama a gift. Send her a bouquet of flowers. Next question. Are y'all done? 
I set myself up for that, but I thought the conversation would go a different direction. So don't ask me that question again. I'm not going to answer it. Okay, bye. Uh, question number two. Hardest thing about being married to each other? Kevin. Nothing is hard about being married to you. Love of my life. Queen, mother of my children. Everything's easy. Well, child, I got a list. <laughs> the hardest thing about being married to you is that you will not actualize your full potential and it is frustrating to watch you squander the gifts that the Lord has given you because you don't have the amount of confidence to believe fully in yourself. And that's it's the like hardest watching thing. a prize athlete skip school because they didn't want to learn and they could provide for the whole family if they would just focus. Is that your final answer? That's the most thing present I can think of. Well, I ain't gonna give you my answer then. No, give me mine. number two. No, I mean, no, number give three. Me mine. I want. I'll give you a serious one if you give me a serious one. Okay, so my serious. What is the hardest? It's not actually being married to you. I think it's the idea of being married to a comedian. Okay, is that um, the hardest thing? Is that I'm trying to think about how I want to word it. That we talked about this once before. The joke always coming first. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you, I want, I just want to be protected, and sometimes I'm exposed. Yeah, it's a tough gig. <laughs> it is because it's, you know, because I'm a creative and I accept that about myself. Boom, there you go. <laughs> no, um, you know what's funny about that? Not funny, but it's a terrible time to use that word. <laughs> it is nearly impossible to to hone. What's nearly impossible to hone? To When a an opportunity to be funny arises for me, it is. Imagine like a bullet being shot out of a gun and then trying to grab it. Mm. That's what it's like. The The time from synapse fire to words exiting mouth, it's hard to say, ah, 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 this is your wife. Yeah. And who's around? Who does she is? This yeah. is this. That is that. No, no. It's like, so like in my other line of work, like roast me and stuff. So much of that is, uh, and even with Doughboy, it's timing and speed. Yeah. Like if you miss that window, you know. It's missed. And I was a, I don't know, a comedian before I was a husband. <laughs> so it's it's hard because a lot of times I think a joke and I just don't say it at all. Because to try to craft it and make it not be, you know, to protect you, I just be like, nah, never mind. But letting a joke go by is just like, oh, <laughs> man, that would have just, oh. So, yeah. Okay, what's yours? Uh... Man, I didn't know. I didn't really think about this question ahead of time. I don't really walk around thinking about what's hard about being married to you. Because um, I'm not, I'm easy to be married to. Lately, you've been more mood swingy than you used oh to be. Oh my gosh, I've been getting on my own nerves, bro. <laughs> let me tell you who else been. I've been like, fam. I don't know what I, is going on, but, but I sometimes last you. week you were just, and I feel it. And I literally can feel like you are in a bad mood. Don't care. Everybody can get it today. <laughs> Isaiah, get up. Joe, what are you doing? Kev, you're also wrong. All y'all get on my nerves. And I'll be like, bro, how how do you wake up, man? Man. Because I was that day. I remember the day last week. I'm searching through my mind like, did I do something? All I did was <laughs> oh be asleep. And be, I remember because this is funny now that we're past that point. We was at a meeting in Hollywood, right? We stood in the lobby and I'm like, uh, I'm going to go in and get some coffee and stuff, you know. And she's like, okay. 
And she never came to where I was. Because <laughs> I need a moment to readjust myself. Man, I was like, bruh. And then I and then later on you were just like, okay, I'm not in a bad mood no more. Because sometimes you have to sit and be like, girl, stop it. <laughs> Do you Yes enough, Melissa. Stop it. That's enough. You need to like gather yourself. You have an attitude. Why? What you don't I know do why. In these Nothing. And Loki, I don't want you to ask me what can I do. Okay. Because I don't I just be I was like headphones on and feet. This is what you do and it'd be making me even more upset. Are you okay? Five minutes later, are you okay? Five minutes later, are you sure you're okay? If you ask me this one more time, I'm, I'm not finna be okay. Yeah, I'm gonna punch guess you. Guess what? I'm not talking to you when <laughs> you when I detect a bad mood, don't add me. These Bose headphones, remember the ones? Bro, when I tell you Noise cancellation. You be mean, in your own funky mood. You don't, do. don't bring that energy over here. I don't want it, but then you come and bring yourself over. Because I don't, I'm be like, bro, are you are you good? Because your energy off. I I know. I know my energy is off. Let it be off. Okay, but I don't know if it's because you're sick or you have an attitude. You ask me one time. Don't ask me. I'm five. not asking you no more. You know I am. I'll never talk to you again. <laughs> I do begin on my own nerves, but ain't nothing I can do about it. So man. there me we and the are. boys, when you don't be around, we'd be like, guys, what's going on? I'll man? fight you. What's easier? Question number three. How do you stay consistent while juggling life full time? We don't. These are facts. Okay? We don't. Stuff falls by the wayside. Like? You miss soccer games. You miss workouts. <laughs> me and Greg were supposed to be working out. He was busy doing the merch. He didn't hit me up, and I didn't hit him up. I was just like, let's just not talk about it. In my mind, I was like, in January, we'll start again. He's busy. I don't want to be around him because when he works out with me, I am more tired than I work out by myself. When I work out by myself, nobody has to tell me to hurry up. I just be like, I'm going to watch TV for a little bit. I'll be up in the gym, just hands on my hips, watching sports highlights. When Greg's around, all right, kid, that's enough rest. It was 11 seconds, man. Leave me alone. Oh my God. The thing is, uh, the, it, it's such a like, I almost feel guilty complaining about it because we our gift allows us to go, for example, to Puerto Rico, right? Uh, we had never been there no. before. Beautiful place. We had the time of our life. But also, it led to sheer exhaustion. And I'm more than likely sick because of that oh, trip. Oh, 100%. Uh, Puerto Rico is in Atlantic time, which I don't think I've ever been in Atlantic no. time before. It's four hours uh, from Pacific time, four hours ahead. So we fly overnight the night before. We get there. We're like too exhausted to do anything. It's like three o'clock and we're just like, so room service? <laughs> so then the next morning, I couldn't sleep. I fell like an idiot. I fell asleep at seven o'clock Puerto Rico time, which is only four o'clock mm-hmm. in our time zone, which is prime nap time. You, everybody knows you can't take a nap past six. Now you're just going to bed. So I fall asleep and in, while I'm sleeping, I'm like consciously like, you either got to sleep through the night or wake up now. You cannot wake up at 10 o'clock. What do I do? Wake up at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So then I finally fall asleep again at 4.45 a.m. And we got to be up and dress at 7.30. And then after we speak, we take our kids to the bird thing. We go, we spend all day in Puerto Rico. The next day we're trash. We got to wake up 4 o'clock in the morning, Puerto Rico time, fly all the way back. Then immediately shoot righteous and ratchet. And no rest leads me to being sick. I know it does. But also I got to go to Puerto Rico. So... Our kids, it is hard on children, little kids. When I tell you, these kids probably will never travel again when they get older. Daddy, can we take a plane? (laughs) Airplane. (laughs) I ain't heard that name in years. (laughs) Like, they have been everywhere. So we're trying to balance. Next year, our travel is much lighter. But 
the truth is, guys, something gets dropped. Yeah. And it's not the only thing you can do is try not to drop the same thing all the time. Mm. So we try to make sure your family's done. But, you know, workouts be hit and miss. Did you this is totally pause, though. Did you pause? Not the homophobic pause, but just timeout pause. Did you see the Indian dude who used to be on Silicon Valley who's in Marvel now and he got completely ripped? Oh, you showed, told me about it. Did you see this dude, Greg? Kumal something. He was just like pudgy dude. And now he is freaking ripped. And he was like. I'm only like this, and I appreciated this because I booked this movie a year ago, and Marvel paid for my trainer and my nutritionist and everything I needed for an entire year. Like they literally paid me to get in shape, and I was like, "Yes, Mm -hmm. at least they're being honest." Regular people don't have that option of having a nutritionist and a chef. He also has a chef Mm -hmm. do all that. You know what I mean? So, you know, when you kill it in one area, you you fall in another one, and that's we're we're kind of all. You know, always juggling a lot of things. But if anybody tells you they have it all together, it's not true because somebody in your life is missing out on you. We don't get to visit our family as much as we like. Mm-hmm. We don't get to hang out with people as much as we like. Uh, our kids, you know, they miss out on stuff. Like Zay's, like I want to go to dances and stuff. Like, bro, we going to Puerto Rico. It's like I want to go to the dance. <laughs> like, bro, he did miss it. He was sad. You know what I mean? So uh, even if you feel like you're balancing it, somebody in your life is like it's not balanced. Yeah, I would just caution against assuming that um, that we have it all together and we're juggling it all because the fact of the matter is some ball is falling somewhere. Um, there are still things that um, I want to do and I just haven't done it. And that would, to me, would be a, a missed opportunity, a ball that fell. Uh, question number four. Are you ever afraid of your own success? This was your question, Kevin. I was like, this is a great question. I forgot I asked the yeah, question. This is your question. <laughs> I, was, I literally was like, that's a great question. <laughs> that um, was your question. Greg submitted a question as well. And it was, this isn't a question. Your brother-in-law, Greg, is just really great or something like that. You answer. It okay. was for you, but also for me. Okay. Are you afraid of your own success is the question. My answer is 100% absolutely. Sometimes I think that I can um, self-sabotage myself into... I'm very self-aware, so oh, cut it out. I didn't know you was going to... I didn't know you was going to say it. Uh, into engineering um, smallness out of fear. But when I say it, I'm a crazy, crazy no, no, cuckoo. No. I just don't. I still don't believe that I'm a creative. I really do stand by that. But that's not this question. <laughs> that's not this question. Uh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I'm really interested in this. And I'm glad you're aware enough to know. Yeah. And so, I mean, well, that's my answer in that um, I'm most definitely afraid. And I think that sometimes um, I was talking to Crystal yesterday, CQ Beauty, oh. um, and she um, is a beauty She's influencer. Nice. She's amazing. Yeah, really great. And we were talking about um, sometimes wisdom is disguised as fear. Explain. So sometimes we can rationalize our decisions and say, like, we're using wisdom and like I'm taking my time and I'm doing this and plan and ah, da, 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 da. And in reality, it. it's fear. And got so it, trying it, to it. find the balance of obviously you want to use wisdom. Yes, that yes, is yes, important. Yes, yes. Or I'm not saying like throw that to the wayside, but also making sure that it doesn't become a paralyzing excuse. Absolutely. Like that collateral movie. Remember that? Jay what? Yeah. Oh, right, right. He's when like, he wanted you to tell open yourself, that, yeah. I, want, I gotta have it all together, and you know, I gotta plan it and all that type of stuff, and you will, 
you will plan yourself into paralysis. Yes. That's true. And, and I'm the opposite, but sometimes that's not good either. But, you know, I, I think I shared this with Mel. Um, it's also funny in the comments, totally unrelated. People were calling you Mel, and yeah. other people in the comments were like, no, Mel is her sister. Right, no, Mel that's and funny. Yeah. And Liz is Liz. Yeah. Because a lot of people name Melissa go by sure. Mel. Sure. But when people call you Mel, I'd be like, mm, yeah, that's Mel, so Mel. funny to me. Uh, but now I forgot what I was saying because that thought was more important than what I was saying. Oh, yeah, I jump into <laughs> things quickly. And you know, that's like a trait of CEOs. Yes, you remind they me They go from I need to execute. <laughs> I don't feel good, and you're not making it easier to be here. <laughs> and Doughboy left those cookies out. He never remembers to put stuff away. Go. You know what pairs well with cookies? What? Wine. That actually may not be true, but um, on a day. Saturday night, listen, anything goes well with wine. And we have told you about First Leaf. They are amazing. And especially with the holidays coming around, you're going to have family gatherings. You're going to have great food. You're going to have laughter. You're going to have memories being made. You want to do that all surrounded by a great glass of wine you guys know how we feel about um first leaf you go onto their website you take a really quick quiz they uh analyze what your tastes are and then they send you things based on your taste and you're able to customize the package that you receive based on what you like and what you don't like and if you want to explore and expand your palate beyond what you're accustomed to this is a great opportunity to do this Tis the season to drink and be merry. Celebrate the holidays with an introductory First Leaf subscription that includes six bottles of wine. That'll last you through the holidays, unless you're like me, and you might need two bottles of six. Uh, shipping is free. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash love. That's love. six bottles of wine plus free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash love. love. Engagement season is in full swing. Starting on Thanksgiving and spanning through Valentine's Day is the most popular time to pop the question. That's a good cue for all you men listening. You thinking about popping the question you got from now until Valentine's Day to get that thing together. Zola makes planning and even attending a wedding easy easier and less stressful. I find attending weddings incredibly fun. I actually really do love attending weddings and I actually was saying like we're out of that season where our friends are getting married. So Joshua, find a boo and propose so I can go to your right. wedding. Okay. Oh, For the first oh. dance, the open bar, the flower oh, girl and the bride. <laughs> I will That's be so your true. boo, Joshua. Oh, I will be Mrs. <laughs> Gons and baby Gons. That's so funny. They are about to flood, flood him. Okay. That's why I really appreciate when couples create a wedding website with all of their info I need all in one place from the venue, dress code, itinerary, registry, everything. And that's how Zola makes it easy. It's not just for the bride and the groom, but it's also for your attendees. Zola makes wedding planning easier and less stressful with wedding websites, registry invites, and a guest list manager all in one place. Free wedding website designs. There are hundreds of gorgeous designs for every style, plus beautiful, affordable invites and, and paper. Shop your whole paper suite at Zola from save the dates to invite. So Zola is the highest rated registry of all time. It has helped one million couples get married. That's a lot of people. And yeah. they'll help you too. Um, sign up at Zola.com slash love hour today to get today. your free personalized paper sample. Then use code save 50 to get 50% off your save the dates. That's a really great discount. That's Zola.com slash love hour promo code save 50. Okay. We're going to zoom through these because we haven't got through very many questions. I'm okay. going to move this on this side because you're keep pressing it um okay 
are you did you answer your thing are you yes. afraid of your own success uh yes why I'm, I'm not afraid of, uh, not in the sense of sabotaging me but i'd be like bro you are so talented man there's no telling what you could do you could have movies you could have tv shows you could it do is so true you could be but speaking. what about that makes you fearful that sounds like it's just like bro like how amazing could you really be I wish more of us were like you Kevin. You'd be like so amazing. You could have so many people be benefiting from your skills and stuff. I just want you to remain integral, have integrity. <laughs> I told you I don't feel good. You were. Integrity is the word I was looking for. Make sure that I have the integrity to keep me where God's trying to take me. I'm never afraid in the sense of like, oh, I should pop, stop. But I'd be seeing people who are like me at this part of their life and mm -hmm. the meetings that we're having. I've been telling you this for the last three months. I'm like, listen, some, one of these things is going to work. Because yeah. we are having meetings like crazy. And I'm like, bro, when one of these things pops, it's going to level up everything. And the whole crew is going to benefit. And that office uh, being very much expensive is not going to be a big worry of mine. Because <laughs> right now, I just I, I looked at that price. I said, in U.S. dollars? Yes. Monthly? For five years? That's what real. if I'm not funny no more in 18 months and I get canceled by the internet? <laughs> True fear. We gonna be living up in there. They gonna really come in like somebody's living right. here. And yes, yeah. we paid the lease. Do y'all want this money or not? Yes. Yes, we live here. That's that'll be real. <laughs> this is a futon. This is a studio and my home. <laughs> uh, next question: How did you know I was the one? And then I'll answer the same. This is actually a question that we answered at Black Love, and um, I'll give my answer because it took me a long time to come to an answer. So, do you want to give your nah? Go ahead. Romantic answer. Give your answer first. I knew Melissa was the one because we were in college planning for our life. I was in ROTC. ROTC. Air Force ROTC at the time. And I'm like, man, we could go, you know, we can get stationed anywhere. And um, I realized that no matter where I got stationed or whatever happened, I was going to be happy with Melissa in my life. And that's when I realized I wanted to marry her forever and love her. And then I got kicked out of ROTC. <laughs> like literally... <laughs> <laughs> not even two weeks after that. That was my first red flag. And I, I got didn't kicked see out of ROTC and I cried in that office and I knew I didn't want to be in the military. I didn't want to wear the uniform in college. Yeah, you didn't. I didn't, I like didn't know you cried that. Yeah, I cried in there. Mm, I didn't know. I ain't never been kicked out of nothing. Yeah. I was disappointed. I'm like good at stuff. Don't kick me out. Mm -hmm. But they're like, well, they're like, if you want to get back in, I, I, I told you this, right? Some of them are like, you want to get back in, you got to do these yeah. things for extra credit. And I was like, bro, no. <laughs> And I'm not even giving the uniform back. And they never charged me. They're supposed to charge me 500 bucks, and they did it. Uh. <laughs> Someone's watching right now. It's going to send a bill to you. It better not. <laughs> With late fees and interest. <laughs> um, my answer, how did I know you were the one? It took me a long time because Kevin gives like this really like overly romantic answer, and I just didn't have... Um, the same experience and it took me a long time to like really be able to like articulate what happened and this is how I can explain it that for me Kevin and I dated for what three or four years before we got even engaged probably and then married and uh, yeah probably about four years and five if you include engagement and um we had a really good like courtship, so to speak. So I didn't have any like alarming red flags. Um, but I don't know that marriage was ever, I was never one of those like young girls that like marriage was the dream and like the ultimate goal. I just was never that person. And so when Kev proposed, it was like, I love him, but do I know he's the one? I didn't know. I, I didn't. That's 
I didn't know. And I think what we what we I, I think that's like an honest answer and it can sound harsh, but the truth is I didn't know. And even on my wedding day, while there were no like red flags, I was like, he's a bad guy and you shouldn't do, get married do, to do, him. Do, I also do, didn't do, have do, like do, do, this amazing do, sign that was like, he is the one. Do, I just do, felt like this was a good that I could be happy with this guy. I don't know. It was that, like I, I don't know how That's else to explain what you're it. Saying, like, I don't know how else could to explain be it. No, it wasn't that. But I feel like now, because I feel like at the end of the day, as much as we like want to romanticize love, yeah. the fact of the matter is that it's a risk. It's a risk and it's a leap of faith. It's a and risk. And I feel like your answer is, is better because it is the truth. Yes. And, and so I felt like there was nothing. I was taking this risk, but it wasn't like an irresponsible risk because, right. again, I didn't see any red flags. But I wasn't sure that I was making the right decision because I wasn't sure. Like and so right I decision. feel like now that we are, you know, 15 years married, 20 years together. I feel more sure of a decision that I made on my wedding day 15 years ago today than I was ever sure on the day that I said I do. Mighty God. And I feel like that is, um, I would much rather be sure today than be 100% sure the day I said I do and two or three years in questioning my entire existence because this isn't what I thought I signed up for. And so I'm grateful that, um, you know, we have had a happy, successful marriage. But on the day I said I do, I, I, I was taking a risk. And that's my answer. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, you guys. I don't know what else don't to say. Don't apologize for your truth. Um, okay, I'm going to skip the next one. What is your love language? Acts of sex. <laughs> That's not even a love language. <laughs> it's uh, physical touch and quality time. You line is physical touch and words of affirmation. That's right. I was like, quality time ain't right. It's straight line. Words of affirmation. I'm words of affirmation boy. Tell me I'm good at stuff. Yes, you are very much words Tell of affirmation boy. Tell me I'm loved. Boy. Tell me your other boyfriend sucked. Um, my Tell me. My other boyfriend sucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my love language um, is a word. I mean, not words of affirmation at all, actually. That makes me quite uncomfortable. Um, it is quality time and acts of service. Although lately, um, I don't know how I feel about acts of service, but I know quality time is definitely. What's happened to acts of service? I know. I feel like I should take the test again. Because really yeah i think so what do you think's creeping up i don't know that's why i said i, should. I know acts quality of sex? i know that <laughs> acts of service is still i just feel like at the time that i took it those two were probably uh very neck and neck and i feel like now probably quality time is uh, there's a wider gap there. you know what i i didn't even think about that i guess that as you age and change that can change i i took that man probably 13 years ago mm -hmm. and I've never retaken it. Yeah. I would love um, to retake it. Interesting. Um, how do you resolve your misunderstandings? Uh, I think we're actually really good at this. I think this is one of our best skills of our marriage. Oh, tell me why. Um, we, there's the awkward space of something's wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like we, and I honestly think the love of our podcast has helped a lot. It's mm -hmm. given even me a lot of language 
um, to to help navigate my feelings and navigate you know post argument or pre argument waters. I think we um, are able to separate. I, I feel like we always come from the same team. Mm-hmm. So like you might be on offense and defense, but you're on the same team, and you can give constru- constructive criticism or feedback. And your teammate, you know that it's because we want to win, mm-hmm. not because I just want to tear you down. Mm-hmm. So we have an argument. You can say, okay, how do you feel about this? I think we had an argument in um, the plus one day, and we were, like, having weird vibes. Mm-hmm. And you were like, do you want to talk about last night? And I was like, yes. <laughs> here's how this happened, and here's how that made me feel. And I acknowledge what I realized you were trying to do, and I understand that, but I still felt this way. And you were like, Okay, well, I felt this way, and here's what I was trying to do. And in some ways, this is me pushing myself past what I thought I could do, and we might be struggling because, you know, I don't know what else to do. And I said, I acknowledge that. I appreciate that. And I realized sometimes you just, you know, things aren't going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, and then we were cool. We went and had a great time. So I feel like that part of, like, not approaching, at least not approaching arguments or conflict as she tripping and she be this, like, and really trying to solve it and use that information to get to the next or make the next thing easier, I feel like that's one of our skills. Um, gotcha. Um, have you ever done an event while still fighting? Yes. 100% yes. So many love hours on this last tour. The tour before, the very first one? Both. Mm, that might be true. Actually, I don't no, you, the first one, because yeah. this one you didn't come out as much. Yeah. Uh, but the first tour, man, we the love hour saved us. It broke the ice on so many arguments. And not like every day, but there was there was a there was a c- couple of them. Yeah. Because again, man, traveling has, is its own stressor. Mm-hmm. You are more tired than usual. You are more hungry. You're more cranky. You're more stressed. So you're more irritable. Yeah. So things that might not bother you on a given day are gonna bother you when you're tired, cranky, and you got to perform, and it's a lot of energy. So yes, and um, shout out to Toby and Fat. They went through an argument that we went they through did. almost doggone verbatim. They did, and it was so comforting to know that we are not alone. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, not often, but enough. Yeah, um, and I would just say that uh, we're regular people. That's why I'm like we're not hashtag goals at all because we be having the same problems y'all be having. Um, but what I have and what we try to do is um, ensure that we address them. And one thing that's great even about like that that emotions wheel that I posted is that it just allows you to um, identify what's really um, going on with you. And so that way when you have that conversation it opens up a window of vulnerability instead of anger because when you don't understand what's going on with you and you can't articulate it that is really frustration and then that frustration comes out as anger and so you just end up yelling and screaming and now you're arguing about the level of your voice instead of the actual issue Um, and we all know that with the holiday season sometimes comes a lot of stress with family members because you are with each other you're crowding each other's space they want to make the macaroni I'm supposed to make the macaroni like things be getting on (laughs) your nerves and sometimes Sometimes you just need an outlet and exercise is a great outlet for that. So as you're approaching the holiday season, you want to make sure that you stay focused on your 2020 goals. You want to make sure that you um, don't over binge and overindulge in the holiday treats. And if you do, just make sure you get back on track and you can do that with Open Fit. Open Fit takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. If you cannot spare 10 minutes 
minutes a day for yourself, you need to reprioritize your life. You should have 10 minutes just for you. That's not scrolling the internet. That is just sacred time dedicated for you. And you can use that time to do all sorts of things. And I'm recommending that you use OpenFit. Um, it is going to scope your body in the convenience of your own home with no eyes on you. OpenFit is affordable and accessible. We all know that going to the gym sometimes can be intimidating and embarrassing when you don't know what you're doing. And so being able to um, do what you need to do in the comfort of your own home is an easy way to, again, accomplish your goals. OpenFit has changed the way I work out and texting my code love to 303030. You can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-day challenge, my listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit when you text love, that's L-O-V-E, to 303030. You will get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information totally free. Again, just text love, that's L-O-V-E, to 303030. Standard message and data rates may apply. Uh, why are relationships such a struggle? Because we get on our own nerves. <laughs> so Man, imagine listen. trying to get on, trying not to get on somebody else's nerves. That person has different thoughts, feelings, background, hopes, dreams, fears, and trying to manage all that. It's just, it's, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough. You can love someone every day of your life and it's still going to be tough to be in a relationship with them. What he said. <laughs> um, how, okay, this is a great one. Entrepreneurship requires a lot of faith. Are you afraid you won't be able to provide? Me? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's part of the reason I work myself like a dog. I know. I have a, a, a innate fear of not being able to provide, having to go back to work a regular job, uh, not being funny, not being relevant, not being able to sell tickets, not being able to cover the lease, not being able to book a role, all of the above. I think the only difference between me and other people, I just be still doing it, though. Yeah. Like I'd be scared and I'd be like, oh, well, I ain't gonna let that fear stop me, though. I know that's what's up. I would actually say that of um <laughs> I read, you guys know I read a lot of books and at one time I was like on this like, I need inspiration. And so I was reading this book, uh, Girl Boss by Sophia, I can't remember Girl. her last name. It's not her last name. Um, and I literally remember reading the book and like feeling all inspired by it and I went to bed and I literally feel like God was like, how dare you buy this woman's book and be fully inspired by this person you've never met, don't know at all, and you lay next to a man who is doing exactly what you're reading. And I felt so convicted because I was like, you're right, God. Mm, you're I right, really God. I've been thinking the same thing. I really should just look to the man that I married. I feel like you are one of the um, purest examples of... What it means yes, to love do it anyway. Right I really do. I really feel like you're one of the purest examples of what it means to do it anyway. I think a lot of people have a lot of ideas and they uh, will will identify w more with me on the fear side or like over planning or over analyzing or like all of these excuses is what they are. And you are one of those people that's like bump excuses. I'll figure out a way to do it 
anyway. And that is probably the um, one of the greatest attributes to your success. Chicken soup to the soul. <laughs> uh, oh, that was great, man. Did you have anything else you wanted to no, add? No, no, I'm just basking in the greatness of Okay, me. this is a great <laughs> question because I don't think you've actually talked about it, okay. and um, I like this question. Why did you sign to an agent? Oh, That's a great question, right? That is a good question. I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. that. I'm going to tell you why. It's <laughs> talking to my dad. So yeah. My dad was the one person was like god is the agent and i was like yeah yeah i love that Mm -hmm." and then later on he was like also (laughs) god as the agent can use other people to be his agents Mm -hmm. the main reason that i signed with an agent is this i realized in hollywood there are a lot of things that are relationship based of um and i don't have those relationships yet So when you are trying to do TV and film on a large scale level, the agents are the people who know what's happening, who's making what, who's buying what. And also I found that when you are in meetings with powerful people, an agent gives you credibility. Right. When you don't have an agent, they're like, oh, you ain't really real now yet. Somebody didn't even you know, sign you or you're not with a big, there's, there's an agent and then they're signed with the big three. There's that and that. And some things are so much easier. If someone you want to work with is signed to your agency, that your agent can talk to their agent. And now 100%. you might be able to get them a role just because of that, you know? So yesterday I was meeting with someone developing something and he was like, oh yeah, I mean, this guy had a same agent for 25 years. Mm-hmm. If we want him for this project, I can get him, Yep. you know? So, um, and another thing, a uh, certain comedian got a, a special and um, I, I was privy to some information that basically a lot of it is the agent. Mm. It's so much of this is outside of skill. People always ask, why don't you have a Netflix special? Like one, it's hard to get. Two, everybody's trying to get one. Mm-hmm. So when your agent can say, hey, if you do this, you get this, um, uh, you take this person special, I'll give you another one that's somebody you might like. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, that's somebody doing it outside of like, yes, you're funny. Yeah. A lot of people are funny. Right. So I felt like to take our stuff to the next level as far as TV and film, um, it was going to be more uh, efficient by using people who were in the game and having some relationships and stuff. So, And it's proving to be valuable. I agree. I agree. And also, my last thing, planning the whole tour and all that stuff was hard and taxing and time-consuming. And ha- having somebody else do that with their relationships allows me to do other stuff. So um, we just switched our merch over to a fulfiller person. Same idea. Mm-hmm. It's like let the fulfillers fulfill. It gives us more time to be creative. Yeah. So that's why. Good question. Um, how has it been trying to be a sex positive family oh, as Christian? Symbol. I was like, I am not the <laughs> sex symbol you're looking for. It's a regular body. Um, you know, it's really difficult. You want to jump in? No, I agree. It's really difficult because I realize masturbation specifically, um, the way you're taught, you know, the way we were taught Christianity it is ingrained in you mm-hmm. and then realizing that you might have a different thought than something you were taught is hard um but what we don't want to do for our kids is pass off information that we don't believe is helpful mm-hmm. or believe in anymore just because we were taught that yeah you know our old pastor used to say this and i thought it was such a great analogy 
um, for a lot of things. He said his mom or this mom in the story used to cut the edges off of her pot roast. And and he asked her why. He's like, oh, because my grandma did it. And she asked that grandma, why do you cut the edges mm-hmm. off? He's like, well, because my grandma did it. Mm-hmm. And he asked the next person, like, why did you do that? And she was like, well, because the pot roast wouldn't fit in the one pot I had. Right. So I had to cut the edges off to make it fit. Mm-hmm. So people were keeping that same ideology when the circumstances around it completely changed. Right. You could have kept the whole pot roast. And that's what I don't want to do with my kids is just tell them something that I taught was taught because we were taught you couldn't, women couldn't wear pants or makeup. Right. You couldn't go to the movies, mm-hmm. you know, so many things. So, but to be sex positive when you weren't raised sex positive is tough. Yeah. It's trying to um, reconcile uh, your, what was ingrained in you with like new ideologies. And that is that reconciliation can be like a tug of war sometimes. Um, And so that part is hard, but I feel like we're doing a really good job of like offering education to the boys and then always bouncing it against like our morals and our values and allowing the kids to hopefully make informed decisions for themselves as they become older. Um, Will the playmakers ever make a comeback? I would hope so. The biggest obstacle is uh, location. Jay lives in Chicago. Aunt lives in like near Victorville, California. I live in L.A. We're all traveling and doing our own thing. But it is my hope that we get back together and do something. I'm pretty sure we will at some point. The scale or the project, I don't know, but... Uh, we're all still really good friends. Me and Jason are still brothers. So <laughs> in uh, real life, in real life, different dads. Unnecessary bit of information. Um. So yes, that that is that is something I would like to happen. What is the hardest thing you've had to overcome? And let's split this professionally and um, relationally. You want to go first? Okay. So the hardest thing I've had to come professionally actually on both I'm going to give the same answer for both sides is me um I think that the more I have learned about dynamics and the more that I would want to blame Kevin for all of the issues that I feel like I've had the more I realize it is something I need to work on Mm -hmm. and a lot of those issues that I see if I there it's the same root issue whether I'm dealing in a professional setting or if I'm dealing in my profession in my personal life does that yeah. make sense yeah. like at the end of the day it's it's the same thing that um is the issue and just as an example because we've talked about this before and so you guys are all familiar that um my just say it campaign spawned from an issue in my professional life um but it it traced back to an issue in my personal life. Does Mm -hmm, that make sense? mm -hmm. So as an example, I always give, you know, getting my nails done and the lady burning my cuticles off. (laughs) And I literally would just like, I'll see you in two weeks. And that was it. Like I wouldn't say anything. And that same issue of like not speaking up for myself, it's the same issue whether I'm getting my nails done or I'm having a conversation with my husband or I'm trying to voice something in a profession. It's the same issue and so um trying to learn to take up all of my space be my full self be comfortable in my own um skin uh you know trusting my intuition these are all things that i'm working on and it affects all aspects of my life on the way into the office this morning 
I was listening to a radio and there's a song by Selena Gomez and she talks about, I had to hate you to love me. I had to leave you to find me. And I think a lot of times um, that's what we believe, that you are the issue. And so when I get rid of you, I can love me. When I you know, lose you, yep. I can find me. Yep. And I don't want to be the person that... Um, that throws in the towel on my relationship because I felt like I've lost myself. I can do that work in this relationship. I just have to change the dynamics between you and I. I don't want to be that person. And so the more I do work on myself, the better um, I become as a human being in all aspects of my life. That was such a great answer. I forgot the question. What is the hardest thing you've had to overcome? I don't know. No answer? Professionally or? Mm. I, no, I can't think of a great answer. Okay. I can't think of an answer. Can't think of an answer. Okay. Uh, nothing comes to mind. Okay. What's advice, any advice that you would give your younger self? Stop playing basketball earlier because it's not going anywhere. <laughs> If I could have just been focusing on a different skill, I really was just mediocre and like, I'm going to the league. That's the thing about my, the way I think, whatever I'm believing, I'm believing That's that. That's true. So until I was getting crossed up at that Division three tryout, I was like, I'm going to go to the NBA. Why would you think that? That is so funny. And when that kid crossed me up, I was like, man, I could have stopped playing a long time ago. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, I feel like maybe one thing is, and I, I, this is advice I'd give my younger self, but it can't. I couldn't be able to because I learned it through experience. You have more say so than you believe. Mm. You have more power than you think. Um, I didn't realize that. I was always thinking I got to take the first offer. I got to take the deal because they might say no. They might change it. People are offering you the first thing in hopes that you take it, but yes. they're often prepared to give much more. So you know more of what you think. Be confident in what you know. Stand by it, and you'll go further. That was good, Kevin. Thank you. Um, who is on the top of your I'd advice like to work with list? For you. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, what advice would I give my young... my The advice that I would give my younger self would be... Child would be a whole bunch of things. I would tell myself... One of the things I would tell myself would be to shut up. <laughs> I think that I think... Thought I knew more at 21 and 23, 21, 22, 23 than I actually knew. And through life experience, I realized that I should have shut up more. Um, so that's one thing I would tell myself is like, you got you got to hush, just hush. And then another thing I would tell myself is um, in some ways not to hush, though. In some that's ways, funny. it would be to speak up. Totes get it. Don't. Don't absorb these definitions of what it means to be a wife, what it means to be a yep. mom, and um, speak up for yourself, stand up for yourself, and that's you. You can do those things and still be a nice person. Like you can do those things and still be pleasant to be around. You don't have to be like an evil, yeah, woman just because you're you know standing up for yourself. So I'm happy you get it because it's like both sides. Um, who is on the top of your I'd like to work with list? I thought this was a great question. Ava DuVernay. Ava. Fan. That yes. was a great answer. I love Ava. Um, Issa Rae. Big fan. 
Um, I did work with her before. Mm-hmm. Would like to to do it again. Regina King, I am fully in. I have a full on creative crush on her because of the Watchmen. Oh, I haven't and watched I, that. It's amazing, and also made me realize that Regina King has not missed in like twenty five years. Mm-hmm. From two two seven to it's funny. Roy Wood Jr. was talking to his friend about Regina King, and he his friend was white, and he was like, the "Things they were naming Regina King for was the wife in um, Jerry Maguire, yep, and the other the cop, other cop, or the other person in Miss Congeniality too." And he was like, "Black people know her for so many different things, it's but true. like that was more a testament to how well mm-hmm. you know her career has been." She's in directing Seven Seconds and Bill Street Could Talk. And she is amazing. Friday, Poetic Justice. Mm-hmm. I mean, she just everything. So, uh, Virginia King. Um, that's that's all I can think of. Okay. Uh, I couldn't think of anybody. Barack like, Hussein Obama. Oh, that would be amazing. Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Kenya, Rhimes. Would be Kenya amazing. Bears. I don't know who that last person is. He created Blackish. Oh. Nita Baker. I would love to be the Anita Baker first interview in 20 years. Oh, that would be great. Big fan of hers. Lifelong. <laughs> Have her come Imagine on Righteous getting Anita Baker on Righteous and Ratchet. That would be amazing. <laughs> she probably would do it too. Um, okay, I think this is a great question to end on. Are you ready? Yes. Ooh, child, you got to find it. Hold on. What is the toughest marital issue you had to resolve? That was a good one. That is good. And we didn't get through all these questions, by the way. The toughest marital issue you had to resolve. What is the toughest marital issue we had to resolve? Man. Do you have one? Um, Let me think about it. So the toughest marital issue we had to resolve would be... I'm going to go with all the issues that arose last year during the tour. <laughs> last year was tough, man. <laughs> I wasn't expecting a tough year that late into our marriage. I thought it was going to be smooth sailing from here on out. Oh, I was I, wrong. What would be the like? Melissa 2.0 was a tough thing for me. Why? Because, do you remember the Phoenix saga? The X-Men? Phoenix. Oh, Jean no, Grey no, 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 Phoenix. no, no. Oh, my God. The cartoon. You don't remember? I do, but I don't remember that. Okay. Jean Grey. You know Jean. Yes. She turned to the big firebird. Okay. So that was you. You were, like, realizing your full power. Mm-hmm. And then the, all the other X-Men were like, bruh, like, she's completely powerful. Like, she can't be contained. That's kind of how it was. So many things in our marriage I realized I had gotten used to, and I was going to have to get unused to them. Mm-hmm. The way you approach things, you're being uh muted not questioning things not challenging things all that stuff was gone and i didn't realize how easy i had it and melissa 2.0 was like nope 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 and it wasn't like you came in with an attitude or anything like that like that i'm not trying to paint that picture it's more of like i am a person with feelings and thoughts and i'm going to express them often Mm -hmm. and in a lot of ways i hadn't been doing that and you got used to that, but Playboy, Playtime's over. You understand me? <laughs> so, um, had that happened earlier, we were still learning each other. I'd been more prepared for it. Yeah. But t- nearly twenty years in, and you've been kind of one way for eighteen years. I had gotten used to that. Um, I I need uh Morgan here because I just got a flood of emotion right now. <laughs> what did she say? Lean into that. No, she said allow make that space em- for make it. Make space for it. Um, make space for that. Oh man. Shh. I don't know why I've been having like these random mood swings. Shut up. Um, <laughs> um, don't lean into that. Wait, one. what does she call it? You have a little neural network that has emotion in it. Just yeah. make space for yeah, it. Yeah, make space for um, 
I got I just got emotional because stop it. Um, because I was thinking about, dude, that was hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, For you oh, and me shoot. both. I didn't expect to cry. You look like a sexy Oreo right now. Um, I was. Thank you, thank you, Joshua. I was. Um, man, I was. That was hard, and it was hard because I couldn't really articulate. Um, what was wrong and so to have a like persistent looming cloud that something is wrong but not being able yeah. to identify it is like a scary um, season mm-hmm. in a relationship and so when that happens you oh this smells like Burger King <laughs> <laughs> it, it triggered me because when I, I worked you at, right out of that emotion like, whopper man because when I'm not I worked, sad no more when I worked at the bank and I was pregnant with Isaiah there was a we had a vendor Burger King and they all would come in with their money and it would smell like the like this napkins and so it threw me off so anyways um that's Dragon a very ducks right up it did it was a very scary like season for me because I didn't know how this was going to look on the other side. Mm. You know what I mean? And I and I really didn't know that I had a clear path even of like, how are we going to get to yeah. the other side? And um, to be like on this side of it, it's like, you know, really, thank God. That this is around here. Christmas time. We was beefing heavy at your daddy's Man, house. It was. You bumped into me and was like, "What up, cuz?" I was like, "Did you? When you get in?" Um, that was yeah. It was tough, man. That was really, <laughs> that was tough. Yeah, man. That was tough, and so I'm I'm grateful that we're out of it. But that was the longest amount of time that we were not on good terms in yeah. our entire relationship. Yeah, and I mean, it like so... it wasn't every day, but it was a couple of days for a lot of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that when I look back on it it was so when I look back like multi-layered life. like it was it was just it was a lot it was a lot um but I would agree that was a difficult that was definitely a, a difficult season I'm happy it's I'm happy it's over you got the other side like Alexander Hamilton Alexander Hamilton um anything else oh we forgot to do the announcements at the top of the episode we sure did I gotta remember to do that okay did you want to end with anything else no, I felt like crap. You did good though. You I pushed tried, through. man. Yeah, you pushed through. My Thank head you. is pounding. I hope you're better. Uh, I'm not gonna be better. I try to have my most energy for this. Everybody else is gonna get the worst part of me. Mm. No, all to them. All do all. Yeah, to them, not to you. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm not give her the crap on the love hour, but I'm about to go shoot roast me and like, man, y'all say whatever y'all want. And I have no jokes. Oh, I hope you feel a little bit better. <laughs> Um, thank you guys so much for joining us on this like super chill Q&A version yeah, of the love hour uh, we'll do the what uh, your podcasting has taught us as the Christmas episode and then that'll be it uh, don't forget to buy your tickets for the love hour conference coming in July uh, 2020 in Atlanta Georgia I'm thinking about running a Christmas special so stay tuned to that I have an idea I'm thinking about running it um, and I think that's it until the next time Bye. Bye.